0: Tell me now. Tell, let's get to, to the story. I really enjoyed the film, by the way. I just I wanted to say that. I uh, it was a tonic, and I, I like that kind of uh, kind of little playing with the dark forces kind of film. But you created a wonderful, disturbing mood. And I also don't like calling it a horror film, to be quite honest. I, think...
1: no, I have no problem with calling it a horror film. Um, it's it's it, it is um, it's a character-driven horror film. Uh, it is driven. By characters, and it's about a situation, and it is dealing with metaphysical subjects as much as it is about scares, you know, and that's where some of the horror comes from.
0: Yeah, for me, it's where most of it, I mean, Steve Oram comes off like a a distant cousin of Alan Moore sometimes.
1: Yeah, well, that's that's when you know, that was one of my kind of touchstones for Alan Moore. I got these various sort of uh, photos of various people and who they were. He's um, he's obviously based on Arthur Crowley as well. Yeah. Um, the because the 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 which is in the film is an actual thing. I mean, it's an actual ceremony. Um, uh, except it goes on for longer in real life than it does in in the film. I should point out that it goes on in the film for about eight months or something like
0: that. Mhm. Yeah. Sorry. Well, we we'll, we we'll kind of let's get just get, get the brief premise of the film. It's about. Two people who kind of seal themselves inside a house to perform a ritual that will uh, give each of them a certain gift at great risk to themselves. And the main character, well, if you can call it the main character, uh, wants to see her son one more, one more time, is what we understand at the start. I think that's enough to tell anybody. We don't want to tell them too much. So yeah, but you were saying like, uh, you obviously did a lot of research. It's something that you've got obviously got, uh, got an interest in. You didn't kind of lick it off the stones, as they say. Uh, where did the, where did the, the the beginnings of the project start for you?
1: Well, at the beginnings of the project. I don't particularly have, have per se an interest in the uh, the occult. In that it's something I pursue in the real life, in real the real world. Um, what it comes back to, when I was about thirteen, fourteen. Um, um, I was away in school um, in, a, in a Catholic boarding school, and I was really interested in the cult when I was about thirteen, fourteen. As you are. Fish in the barrel. Yeah, that's right, that's right. So, um, and then from that period, I I knew that what it wasn't and what it Interesting. Again, I, I've
0: read one of the Crowley biographies, so I've been, I've been aware of it, and uh, again, his own dealings within the, in that world of magic, and again, the word Satan does not come much into that world, and you manage to avoid any of that as well, which was great.
1: Well, that's, that, that's exactly right. An awful lot of it would see it as sort of aligning yourself with natural forces, or you know, um, with good energy, um, and, uh, but also sort of like tinkering with the dark side of things obviously as well. Mm-hmm. Um But it it it's it, it, yeah, it's 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 it, 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 it will be something that sits alongside Judea Christianity rather than in opposition of.
0: Yeah, I mean, it it fits him in with a lot of wicked stuff as well. I think you know a lot of the, the white witchery that goes on would would have dabbled in there, wouldn't they? Yeah,
1: yeah. It's it's uh, as I say, I just had to point out that I don't do this in real life.
0: I I didn't think you did. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, but I am now much more aware of it. Steve did uh, an awful lot of research into it as well. So the problem is when you get to, you know, the words, uh, some of the the actual words that are used,
0: mm-hmm. you know
1: how to pronounce them. So kind of like how we pronounce them, I'm figuring. Yeah, is is um, how they will be pronounced in the future for the rest of the world. <laughs>
0: That's it. That's the official one now. Oh. Tell me this. I mean, you, you, I think everyone is seems to be contriving to make uh, Steve Orm the unofficial king of Irish horror. <laughs> I know it's, I know, yeah, right. Um, <laughs> uh, h- how did you find working with Steve and and Catherine? Because it was such an intense piece for them to do with the two-hander nature of it. I mean, I think there's only about three or four of the characters in the story. <coughs> I'm not even sure that there's is, there's actually
1: only two other characters, two other
0: characters. Sorry, yeah,
1: yeah, ignoring sort of demons and things like that, of course. Um, the damned um, well uh, Steve uh, I saw Steve in the canal and uh, yes. Uh,
0: It's an instinctive thing, isn't it? Uh, it? Either works or it doesn't work. There's there's no big uh, kind of analytical kind of discussion. I don't think. But yeah, did, did 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 you get them both together then and and make sure that chemistry was was working as well?
1: Um, we were. Um, firstly, I had to when you when you go to someone like Steve, you have to make a, a, um, an offer. You know, either they do it or they don't. It's not a question of me getting them to read. So, so it was in the actual sort of re, um, rehearsal room that I first got Steve to read the thing, and I was absolutely so nervous. <laughs> um, and I think the best moment of the film was when he read it, and he read it exactly how I saw it. Do you know what I mean? It's it's
0: um, hard. I mean, that could, would you? How do you find directing actors? Now you've done it enough times now. With you've what four shorts, three or four shorts under your four belt. Shorts. And obviously, yeah. it's changed, and it seems a bit, there's a lot more at stake because you're under a lot of pressure. Because you had to, even if it's not Hollywood millions, it's money, you know, and you wanted to to work out with those pressures. And as you say, such talent that's got a a history and a way about them. Did you just kind of go in more relaxed, knowing they could do it, or did you uh, have I'm a lot right. of opinion?
1: I come from obviously a crew rack background, um, and I have done lots of, you know, I. I know how to set up shots, and you know what I mean, yeah. and lighting, and uh, design, and all that kind of thing. Um, and the only, the only, um, you know, I've only had—if uh, you think about it—I've done an hour's worth of of, of dealing with actors. Okay. I was really nervous about going in with the actors. Probably the most nervous thing I was I was uh, and, uh, when I when I was approaching it. Um, but
0: y- you know, you've got to you've got to just get on with it, haven't you? Exactly. Uh,
1: gripping and by, the, by that time they finished that they were embedded in the character do
0: you know what I mean yeah it's a great exercise
1: I, I'm, I'm a big believer that you know if you meet people in real life they're full up mm-hmm. they're not just empty ciphers do you know what I mean
0: well that came across as it, it really came across without you having to delve deeply into every aspect of who they were before you met them you, you got it from the language and, and, and their manner uh, Catherine got the little bit of extra that I felt I was wondering, like, when she meets her sister, was that always a scene that you wanted, or did you feel that you needed it just to be as a safety?
1: Well, what I wanted when I meeted that she meets the sister is in touching her at the outside world, um, that it isn't just the two of them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that she is, she's coming with a history, and also just to show how dark the character is at that moment in time, uh, when placed against a normal person, you know, uh, and you know how determined at everything she is. And also that there is a lifeline for her; she wants it, you know.
0: So, I mean, the shoot—how long were you shooting for? Was it was that a three-week, four-week? Twenty days we shot for. Us, so, and uh, th- tell me a bit about the location and that it was a fantastic. Uh, was it was the interior, the exterior, the same place, or did you no, mix no, and match?
1: The 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 interior is a place in uh It's there's a, a um, you know, there's a Jameson sort of like abandoned mansion except it's not a- uh, in Rohini Park yeah, yeah just by Rohini Park yeah.
0: oh yeah I know what you're talking about that's an amazing looking place itself <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. It's, it's a really weird place right? because we were shooting we were shooting in July um, and you'd have to wear inside you'd have to wear your, your, you know, your boots and your coats and it was freezing cold in there I mean, you'd get
0: Did, 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 did you not find, with the energy of doing something like this, that is got such a kind of, you know, it's 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 talking up the greater forces outside of us, so whether you believe them or not. You always find people get quite susceptible if you talk enough about these things, and they will start to well, get a bit spooked. And maybe that cold well, bread thing didn't help. On the,
1: on the shoot, it was bizarrely really good-natured, um, and, and I think it, it it helped. And the crew, um, which I slightly like to think. yeah like but it it was a strange old place
0: yeah i I would say it was i mean there's a lot of that place has been it's just abandoned for years is it
1: yeah it's it's been semi abandoned there are people living there, but they don't have any water and stuff, you know living in odd the odd room and stuff okay, and I think it's for insurance i don't know yeah. um, but but it's a strange old place. the exterior was really nice it was a, it was um down in Wicklow in um I can't remember the name of the place now. Oh, but, uh, but that was a, a sort of a lived-in uh, quasi mansion. Um, Manicured bride.
0: That's right. Okay, I yeah. know. I know what you're talking um, about. Did, 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 were all your exteriors in Ireland, or did you shoot in Wales at all?
1: No, nope, it was all the Wicklow, um, yeah. for um, North Wales. Uh, they look fair, a bit similar. So.
0: Yeah, you'll upset yeah. a few Welsh purists to know their landscapes. Yeah, you, you, yeah. yeah. <laughs> was, very good. I I spotted Dunleary train station myself, but you yeah, just that's, 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 <laughs> it's, it's,
1: it's uh, Bray train station. Yeah. So it is.
0: Bray. So you, obviously a small crew, but uh, obviously not not that small. But uh, the the dynamic, as you say, was jovial. Um, I find that the darker the subject matter, the more jovial the crew usually are.
1: I think that's right. Apparently, comedies, I'm told, are often really sort of mean spirited and sort of like. A <laughs>
0: Well it's 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 apparently uh, the, the one of the most jovial sets you could ever go to in the world were Ingmar Bergman sets. Really? Yeah. And you've seen you've seen his stuff. In fact, you know, it, it, it some of the, the the mood reminded me somewhat of uh, the, the, the lights of Through a Dark Glass uh True a Glass Darkly. Um I, I took a
1: lot of the mood stuff actually from Japanese films. Um you know ah, Dark Water and
0: Yes. Uh, as Well, I mean, there's a, there's a certain yeah. creeping mood, um, and yeah,
1: that's right. Of a kind of existential, there's lots of these. I've seen 80 billion of these things, and they also just slightly
0: merge. Um, um, you can't creep people out, I believe, any more than they'll creep themselves out given enough rope. And yeah. that that's what I felt was wonderful about your film. Was and again, when I was trying to expand too much on plot, and I have to say, it's not a, really a plot heavy film to be quite honest, it is really about. Yeah the tension between the characters and the situation.
1: They're doing the ritual, whatever it takes, that's the plot. You
0: know? Yeah, and you are kind of asking a nerve, and also what it does, what I find with any deep good film does, it puts you, you asking the question, what would I do now? <laughs> what would I do now?
1: <laughs> it's essentially a road, this is, this is one location films are by and large road movies, you know? Um, yeah. It's, you, it's a series of events, you know, as you go along a, a whatever you're doing.
0: Uh, just to to let people know as well there's also a nice bit of humour in there it's not uh, obvious maybe but it's there yeah yeah it is there
1: it's um it's just to keep it you know you've got to if you're stuck in a house right for eight months or whatever it is um it's not going to all be one tone. um there's a few scenes that we we we, we also had that we got got rid of just because you shouldn't do I didn't think the film should go over 100 minutes um the nature of it. you
0: know. What I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, but
1: there were other f- scenes where you were arguing over the chicken Kiev and stuff, you
0: know. Um, well I was, yeah, you, you kind of cut back on the eating scenes mostly in the end that I, I noticed. Uh, did, did you, you cut back on on the eating, there wasn't as many eating scenes as I expected to find it. <laughs> oh right,
1: right. Well that's, you see that's, you can, you can, you, what happens on that kind of thing is that you start having them do the same thing and talking at that, you know, at a meal. Or you, you, and that becomes where they talk and then it gets very dull do you know
0: what I mean mm, of course um, so, so. T- tell us this now I mean the film again is it's a, it's, a, it's been a slow burn festival piece now it's getting into cinemas here and in England yeah yes yes so. and uh, have you got any distribution in America yet
1: yeah we go got to IFC Midnight
0: and, oh brilliant um, so it's
1: really they're really behind it um, uh, they've just released a a new trailer which is it's, it's really got nothing in America um, it must be said so um,
0: and there's a great I think the American independent horror scene is quite healthy and they'd appreciate yeah, that kind of work you're doing
1: yeah You'd, well there's, there's been a kind of um, a sort of renaissance which we seem to be sitting into, sitting into people are comparing this to um, in, the, in the same line as The Witch and The Babadook and you know um, and it follows
0: yeah Do you feel you're gonna stay stay in genre like this, or would you I've, like to?
1: I've just been talking about this the other uh, the other day. Is what I like essentially is is high concept films. Um, yeah, uh, I'm a big fan of idea films, where you expand things out and you sort of look at the sort of philosophical implications that are from that. Um, so, but the, you're getting all the best. Within within um, within genre of all that tends to be towards high concept stuff. Um, so I'm hoping to do. Uh, well, I'm just we're doing another thing now with I'm I've uh, in the process of kind of finalising the, the the draft. Um, do you know David? David Collins? Yes,
0: uh, David's a champion of Irish yeah. uh, independent film over here.
1: Well, me, me and David are, are are about to do our next thing, which is another horror film. So. Um, again, it would be, it would not be a jump scare film. It'd be very sort of dark and moody. Um, I want the idea of sort of a, the, the sort of, uh, an event a sort of, sh- an event that kind of runs, has horror is a scary event, but also has parallels, uh, runs a, a sort of parallel beauty to it, if you see what I mean. Yes. Uh,
0: dread and beauty.
1: Dread and beauty, yes. <laughs> um, someone read somewhere once is a melancholy and uh, that's kind of where I would be going with it except it would be darker than melancholy and don't
0: forget that line from uh, Shakespeare's sonnet the cancer lurks deep in the sweetest bud there you go Liam thank you so much Um, I really enjoyed the conversation Liam a pleasure thank you so much absolute pleasure too so okay then take it easy Liam bye bye